You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG-13. Hello there, and welcome to the Drinks with Johnny podcast, coming to you on a Friday. Now, usually these Fridays are reserved for a follow-up phone call to this week's earlier guest, but uh, unfortunately, I was unable to connect with uh, Mark Tremonte this week as he left for his European tour just on Sunday. I was texting with him. We weren't able to link up and, and make that phone call happen before he left. And now that he's over there, he's busy doing, uh, you know, shows and press and just the timing of the uh, the, the nine, uh, the plus nine hours from me here in California. We were unable to make that phone call happen this week, but I am still in contact with Mark. He is doing great and uh, the tour is starting out fantastic. We will uh, just have to have him back on sooner than later. Maybe a follow up phone call of some kind right here on the podcast. Or maybe we'll just wait till we have him back on because he was such a great guest for another full episode on our YouTube channel as well. Um, so either way, just make sure you guys are following and subscribing if you're looking to follow up with uh, Mark Tremonte of Alterbridge. Uh, that will happen at some point, just not this week. So instead, uh, we went back to one of our golden ticket winners, a contest that we ran at the beginning of this season earlier in this year. We did a, a, a merch box and had some uh, golden tickets in it right there at drinkswithjohnny.com. Uh, and we've uh, kind of gone back and, and, and found these golden ticket winners and had them on the show. They were able to uh, be a guest on the Drinks with Johnny show. And today we have Colin Klein. Um, a man who has uh, served in the armed forces for us and uh, has four kids. Uh, I learned quite a bit about Colin uh, in this chat. Uh, obviously, we talked a bit about Halloween coming up here. He's got, as I said, he's got four kids, so he's got to know all the ins and outs of what costumes are cool and everything like that. It was a real fun conversation getting to know Colin and just a little bit about his fandom of, of course, this podcast and my band, Avenged Sevenfold. It's, it's really cool uh, to run some of these contests. And just so you guys know, as a reminder, you got like a few days left here. There is another contest being run, right or being ran rather, right here uh, on Drinks with Johnny at drinkswithjohnny.com. You can learn more about it. You just have to uh, tag us, send us a picture of your pumpkin carvings. And I'm going to pick our, well, me, Brandon, and Sam are going to talk about it and pick our favorite one out of those and whoever was the one that submitted that is going to get a chance to watch a horror movie with me of their choice so um that's that's gonna be over here real soon uh right after halloween i'll be looking next week and making the decision on who i'm going to be watching a horror movie with so if that sounds interesting to you at all make sure you head over to dreamswithjohnny.com and enter in the contest like colin did Obviously a different contest, but <laughs> a contest nevertheless, and uh, earned this chance to be on Drinks with Johnny and have this uh, conversation. I couldn't be happier. I enjoy getting to know uh, you listeners here of the show and uh, hear what you enjoy about it. So uh, that's it for right now. I'm going to let you guys hear this chat with Colin Klein, the golden ticket winner for Drinks with Johnny. All right. Colin Klein in the house. How are you today, man? 
How you doing, Johnny? What's going on, man? You know, I, I, I'll i first start off by uh, apologizing for being a little late here. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, my son's home from school today. It was parent-teacher conference, all that fun shit. Yep. I uh, was trying to do some recycling, and uh, I, I dropped a glass. It broke. I had to come in here, get all set up for this, look pretty. Let's see. <laughs> uh, how does it look? How does it look, Colin? Looks good, man. It's all good. I get it. I got four kids of my own, so totally understand. Four kids? Man, you don't look old enough to have four kids. I know, right? I'll be 37 Friday. Wow, 37 on Friday? Yep. Happy birthday to you, man. Hey, man uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, you don't even look 37. I'm 37. I'm going to be 38 <laughs> next month. I look way oh, yeah. older than you. <laughs> and I don't know how with four kids you would think I look like 65, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. You're pulling it off nicely. Appreciate so I, I notice uh, in the in the background there you got a Sin guitar and two Zackies. Yep. No Johnny bass. What's up with that, man? Man, you know, I um, I just bought myself a guitar for my birthday. I got a, the James Hetfield Explorer, and I already told myself the next one I'm getting is your bass, man. So I've got another sin hanging over on the other wall, but um, going to have the whole collection eventually. All right, all right. We'll let you slide on that one for now, and, and hopefully you get there. <laughs> we just want to start off by saying happy birthday, though. You said it's on Friday, right, the 21st? Yes, sir. Yep. Wow, the big three seven. Happy birthday to you, brother. Appreciate um, it. A lot of cool things happening on the twenty first. Well, one one thing I know for sure. Two things. There's two movies. There's uh, Black Adam is coming out. I'm a I'm a big yep. rock fan. Um, yep. And uh, the Retaliators is coming out to uh, video on demand. That was the movie we had. Michael Lombardo, uh, the director and main actor. Lombardi. Lombardo is our director. Uh, was uh, was in the movie, and then there was like a bunch of uh, musicians and stuff. Tommy Lee, Spencer Charnas, guys from Five Finger Death Punch. Have you seen that movie? Do you know what I'm even talking about, Colin? No, no, I haven't heard of that. Okay, it's called The Retaliators. Um, and go check out our episode with Michael Lombardi too, uh, right here on the podcast. Um, yep. We get into everything about it. It's actually the writers uh, based it on a true story, and uh, it's a horror movie. Um, uh, the entire story obviously isn't based on the movie, but it, it was the inspiration rather for it. Sure. And yep. uh, yeah, it's a great movie. Um, should check check it out. And like I said, there's a bunch of like Jacoby Shaddix from uh, Papa Roaches. Oh yeah. Too. Yep. Um, lot okay. of uh, a lot of acting from from some band guys. So and it's coming out on your birthday actually, twenty first to on demand. I guess uh, Michael keeps saying VOD, which I'm assuming is video on demand, and I don't know if that means like streaming everywhere or like apple tv you can buy it amazon you can buy it rent i don't know we'll find out on the 21st yeah i'll figure it out i'll check it out for sure <laughs> well how the hell are you where are you coming to us from colin man i am in weatherford oklahoma weatherford oklahoma how far is that from okc one hour west so not too far okay not too bad you a basketball fan yeah, yeah, I like the Thunder. Uh, mainly football, though, but yeah, I follow the Thunder a little bit. Okay, okay, because the season just started last night. Yep. Um, I'm a Lakers fan. Didn't start out too hot, but, you know, it's, it's promising. You're going against the champions in Golden State. They just got their rings, you know, things are going to yeah. happen, right? Yeah, I, I saw that on SportsCenter this morning. I was like, ooh. <laughs> but, you know, like you said, it's, it's the first game of the season, so. Yeah, I, 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 still got, I still got high hopes, and, I, you know, I'm also a Raiders fan, so. We yep, can talk I'm, about that in a second. I'm aware. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I like my colors, though, man. I like my Raiders. I like my Lakers. I like my Kings. Sure. I like my Dodgers and Angels. That one's weird, I know. But I like both those teams pretty equally. That makes uh, sense. They're two, makes they're, sense. Well, you know, you have, for me, it's always been I have an American League team and I have a National League team. Yeah. And until they meet each other in the World Series, it's really not that big of a deal. And when they do, I'll make a decision then, you know? Yeah. I mean, until the Thunder, everyone in Oklahoma was Texas, you know, sports fans, you know, just because right. that's the only, the closest professional teams we had to root for. So. And so uh, getting back to that, then you said you're more of a football fan. Who's yep. your football team? Um, well, I like college ball. So Oklahoma Sooners are my team. Um, okay. But. And the sports world, or I'm sorry, the NFL world, 
Um, Dallas Cowboys, man. So I know. <laughs> it's our year, right? You know that that it's like every <laughs> out of market fan is always like a Dallas Cowboys fan. Like yeah. it just made, and I get it. You guys, you know, Oklahoma doesn't have like a a, a true uh, professional team in there, so you obviously go for the Sooners. The most Midwest places, like you know, even you know Alabama and places like that, you you end up just. Those are basically professional teams anyway. They're all recruited the same fucking way. Yeah. Um, uh, so you end up, I understand why you end up following them and, and rooting for them. But yeah. then the Cowboys, why the Cowboys? Man, it was the product of the household. You know, my dad was a fan. My grandpa was a fan. And growing up watching them, you know, watch it and get crazy. It just kind of gravitated towards me. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> All right, yeah. I mean, I get it. At least it's been, like, the whole time, you know, but... Yeah. They look good this season. I mean, they just lost to the Eagles, but, I mean, the Eagles look pretty pretty incredible, so... And that is a division game, division rivalry, so... Yeah. Those games are going to get tight anyway, and that was without Dak Prescott, so you got to be... You guys got to be pretty hopeful yeah. right now, right? Yeah, you know, you, you follow a couple of the fan pages on Facebook, and it gets pretty crazy, you know, like... For a backup, the guy stepped in and did great. You know, he was four and one. You know, what can you what what more can you ask for? And then, you know, he loses a big game and everyone's down on him. And it's like, what you know, what do you want? <laughs> you know, just be happy we are where we are. You know, it could be a lot worse. So I'm good with that. Yeah, well, it could be a lot worse. You could have like a really good team that like is in every game and they like should beat these games and should have like, and like they look really good. All the plays for the most part are coming yep. together and they're still one and four. Yeah, absolutely. I will say the NFL is, I don't know what team I'm talking about, crazy. but <laughs> it's, it's been wild. Yeah. It's a wild start to the season, but it always is, you know, and yeah. by the end of it, it starts to make a little bit more sense. Usually, you know, usually sure. the case, but yeah, either way, it's it's a fun time to be a sports fan, is is what I'm getting at. You got the absolutely October is just the best. You got baseball is in the playoffs, which is the only time, to be honest, I really pay attention. It's too many fucking games during the summer. During the summer, <laughs> yep. I want to be out doing stuff anyway, you know. So by the time October comes around, it's like, all right, we're in it. You got basketball starting up. It's cool. It's exciting sport to watch, and yep. of course, football is starting to. You're starting to really see the teams that are really going to have pushes in the playoffs, I, I feel like. I feel like this is where you start to kind of see it. Okay, okay. Because the first few games, you know, pe- uh, teams get caught off guard. Wild shit happens, like we were talking about. And yeah. injuries are starting right now and seeing how long those are going to affect every yep. team. So it's just, yeah. Oh, hockey. Hockey started. You know, we got we got all the sports happening in October. Yep. And, and that's just sports. I love October because of Halloween. I see you got your... Uh, a little bit of a Halloween piece. I don't know if you just Halloween yep. year round there with uh, that uh, <laughs> <laughs> that tombstone, but um, yep. you do you guys uh, celebrate Halloween pretty big? I mean, you got it with four kids at, at least. Yeah, point, right? um, my eight year old son is his birthday is the thirtieth, um, and mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of funny because he fits the bill because he loves metal music. You know, like big fans of you guys. Um, in right. fact, I asked him what he wanted for his birthday this year. And he said, I want a jean jacket with a bunch of the band patches on it, you know, like old school, you know, and totally what's into like, the old what's his name? Lincoln. Lincoln. Happy birthday, Lincoln. Up, <laughs> Hello that. for you on, on the 30th. Happy eighth birthday, brother. Yeah. And, uh, he's totally into like the slasher movies, you know, like Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers, all that yeah. the good stuff, you know? So I think like you raised him right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, he just kind of picked it up himself, but um, I'm obligated, very obligated to make sure that we celebrate Halloween the right way. And what is the right way? What is, what is the right way in your house? I, mean, I got to go all out, you know, like um, you get the people that really go all out as far as decorating for, you know, Christmas, you know, but we, I mean, we do a little bit here and there for Christmas, but, Halloween here is like got the inflatables in the yard and the interiors decorated and we go the whole nine yards. So nice. Yeah. It's a, it's a big holiday for me as well. I haven't decorated the bar yet. Actually. I think this year we, we usually do our, my Halloween party at the house uh, every year. 
Um, and we kind of made a decision not to do it this year for a few different reasons, but it ended up working out because we're doing the NFT uh, death bat holders party here in Orange County. So yeah. I'm actually taking a lot of my own decorations here and donating them to the party over there. So nice. uh, that's why it's not all decorated for Halloween as it should be this close to the day to the big day because sure. it is a bit. But I mean, I got I got new stuff out in the front of the house. I still make sure the neighborhood still knows that I'm big into Halloween. You know what I mean? Still oh, yeah, everything. for sure. Got the projector out against the window over here. So, you know, still still back in Halloween. Uh, does everyone have their costume picked out in your house? Yeah. Um, so my youngest is my daughter. She's going to be like um, like Raggedy Ann doll. Um, okay. My oldest Kind of creepy. Even if, it's, even if it's not meant to be, a Raggedy Ann doll is still creepy. So I'm, it, I'm on board yeah. with that. I'm sure she'll pull it off. She's got the attitude for it. Um, <laughs> my oldest, he's 14. He's going to, I think he just, he's kind of at that age where, you know, nothing's cool anymore, just whatever. Um, so I think he was like, I'm just going to get like a Jason mask. I'm like, that's cool. He just wants um, to go around and grab the candy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> uh, Lincoln, he wants to be a swamp zombie. He's very eclectic. Uh, has a lot of thought process into his decisions. So, I'm totally cool with it. And my youngest boy, Ridge, wants to be a helicopter pilot. I don't know. Okay. 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 <laughs> so that's going to. So you guys aren't like one of the families that like everyone goes in lockstep and we all go as like the Incredibles or some shit like that. Or, or No, no. It's or like, I like Justice League, you know? Yeah. No, it's, um, you know, I like to give them free reign. Just, you know, be you. Tell me what you want to do. And I'm good with that. No, that's, I think that's the way to go. Um, but we, I've, only, I've got the advantage of only having one kid, so I don't have to wrangle too many uh, at this age until, until he uh, doesn't think it's cool anymore. He's yeah. only five. I, I, I'm, we just let him pick, and then we match whatever he's going to do. So right. I got a good costume for that. But um, yeah, So you said the, uh, your eight-year-old wanted to do a swamp zombie, right? Yep. Has he seen Swamp Thing? Yes, he is familiar with that. And I, and I mentioned that to him and I did, I honestly didn't think that he would know who that is. And he was like, yeah, he's like kind of like swamp thing, but like if he died, (laughs) I was like, okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, he's already on top of it. And and your other kid is how old your other younger son. I mean, we, we know the older one, you said is like 13. Mm -hmm. The other young one was how old you said? So Lincoln will be nine on the 30th. Um, and Ridge is five. Ridge, okay, and yep. Ridge wants to be the helicopter pilot. Okay, yep. does has he showed interest in uh, in helicopters before, or or is it just kind of like this random day he was like going to be a helicopter pilot, Dad? Yeah, it, it's kind of funny. So we took um, I took the kids to like Spirit Halloween, you know, look at costumes, and right. So he sees essentially just an, a soldier costume, you know, for a kid his age, and he's instead of referring to it as the soldier, he said, I want to be the helicopter pilot. Like, okay. okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that, I mean, that, that sounds like a, Oh, you've got, I just noticed you're sipping from the same koozie as I am right now. Yes, sir. What do you got? What do you got in that drink? So this is a brewery called bells and it's a hazy IPA. I do know Bell's. Uh, I, I love their two Hardedale, actually. I love their Oberon. That is Oberon, fantastic. Okay. I'll have to try that one, too. And I have not had their hazy IPA. It's I've good. got actually a non-alcoholic because it is 11 o'clock in the morning over here, Colin. Yep. So uh, <laughs> it was a little early to start, but I started on these athletic brewing companies. Uh, I, was, uh, I took some time off of drinking for a little while and never thought I'd get into uh, non-alcoholic beers. Yep. And I'm, I, I really like it. There's some really good ones out there, man. Like I, I had no idea. Like it's not just like yesteryear. There's one choice. It's fucking O'Doul's, you know, and it's right. kind of okay. Like these ones like kind of fool me. Like I, I really th- taste like a really good beer to be honest. Heck yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that there's a, a, a push in that, that area with breweries, you know, like trying to kind of hone in on that market, you know, the people that still like the taste, but you know, don't 
want the after effects, you know? So I think that's pretty right. cool. That's absolutely cool. Yeah. I, I like mixing it in now. Like, I, I like, especially like weekdays, middle of the day, doing a, a podcast with someone like yourself. It's like, sure. I still got the rest of the day ahead of me. I'm not going to really just start pounding the IPAs yet. What do you do for a living, Colin? So I manage a wind farm out in Western Oklahoma. You manage a wind farm. Okay, yep. now forgive my ignorance because now I'm about to ask a bunch of questions on that. I have sure. no idea what the fuck that means. Like, what so, is, <laughs> I know a wind farm would be basically like, correct me if I'm wrong, where they have the base, uh, the windmills and stuff that are yep. bringing in electricity via the wind, correct? Correct. Okay, so what 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 is your job at a, at one of these wind farms entail and how big is your spot? Sure. So I have 109 wind turbines on site, um, six employees, and my job is just to keep those guys safe, manage the day-to-day operations, um, the schedule, um, just make sure they, they stay running and stay happy. And my, my guys are the same way, you know. Um, that's pretty much it, man. Just take care of the place and my people. And how many acres is, are, you said 109 turbines, right? Yeah. So, so how many, how many acres is that on, uh, is that on, do you know, man. like the plot of land? Cause yeah, is it like the big ones we have out here in California, like on the way to, um, Palm Springs, just the big white, uh, kind of jet looking ones. Is that what yep. you're working with? Yeah. That's actually the ones you just spoke of. My company owns that side out there. So, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, the company I work for is probably is well, it is the biggest renewables company in the world and you've probably never heard of it. So, um, and what's the name of it? Uh, next era energy. They're based out of, uh, uh, West Palm beach, Florida. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know the name. I, as I said, my, my vast knowledge of it is driving to Palm Springs and seeing them and, uh, knowing a little bit of what they're doing. They're just catching the air, like, like an old school windmill would. And, you know, yeah. and, but, uh, you know, and using that to create electricity. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go into the science of that then. You're managing that. Sure. Do you have a lot of the science uh, background on that? Like uh, how that, you know, how that really works, how it's, uh, if the wind is causing it to rotate, basically that's creating a form of energy that is then being converted into electricity, correct? Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, just to make, you know, given layman's terms, so the wind blows, um, the blades pitch however much they need to, to, you know, catch that wind. It goes into a gearbox or on some platforms now they have straight, um, you know, permanent magnet generators. But for the most part, anytime you see a wind turbine around the stage, you're going to see the the basic ones, which it goes into a gearbox. It takes that uh, low speed, high torque, and that gearbox will essentially um, transform that into uh, low torque, high speed. And that spins that generator and that produces the electricity and then pushes it down and collects it. And then we uh, put it out on the grid for, you know, all uses. Wow. Okay. So, and when you said that it, uh, it pitches, the blade pitches right there on those yep. big turbines, is that like an automatic thing? Like, or, or do you guys have to like judge it like almost like a sailboat or something and go out and be like, ah, hey, it's kind of like this today. Let's, let's see if we can get it, uh, get it working a little bit more efficiently. Sure. Um, no, so it's all automatic now. Um, there's so many sensors um, that read wind speed direction and it'll actually, essentially it'll, we call it yawing, but it'll yaw into the, the direction the wind's coming from. And then to, based on the wind speed, it's either, there's mainly two forms of the blades pitching. You have uh, hydraulic or electric. So either an electric motor will spin that blade or a hydraulic ram will rotate it and I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot that goes into it, but it's really cool. No, I mean, uh, I, I am interested in, I mean, like, I'm, again, my, my knowledge is very, is very minimal on the, on what those things are doing out there. And well, I mean, what's the, what's the maintenance got to be on that? Like, I mean, those things are fucking pretty big. Like if something goes wrong. Do you guys have to manually go out there or how do you keep them clean even make, I mean, it's something that's obviously having, um, there's got to be lubrication of some kind in there on the wenches and shit that's going on inside sprockets, whatever. Clearly, I know a lot about uh, tools and, and stuff. <laughs> sure. But whatever's, uh, you know, like a like a ball bearing of some kind that's got to be uh, inside there. Yep. That shit, as, as anyone knows, would 
you know, dirt and things like that can cause it to not be working properly. Something, something as simple as cleaning, right? Mm-hmm. So, what, 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 what is that that you guys have to do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to make sure that these things are uh, spinning correctly? Sure. So, um, a lot of it is condition-based periodicity. So, run time has a lot to do with it. Um, but if you calculate it out just right, it's usually like a, a semi-annual basis. So every six months we'll climb them and perform the PM activities that you're talking about filters, filling, um, you know, grease reservoirs, oil reservoirs, that kind of thing. Um, you know, certain, certain components have like, um, you know, coolant that it needs to keep it cool. Um, so it's really like about every six months or so. Um, most of the time it's, uh, climbing a drill troubleshoot like issues, you know, faults, um, they break down, you know, just like anything else. So, but, uh, yeah, but I'd say about every six months we're climbing and, and doing those PM activities. Wow. And how long have you been uh, in this profession? Man, I, I got out of the military in 2011, went to college and they actually had a wind turbine program. So I graduated in 14 and I've been with this company since then. So almost nine years in May. Wow. Okay. And, Let's touch on something you just mentioned there too. You were in the service. Uh, thank yeah. you for that, by the way. Hey, I appreciate uh, that. One of the people who get to uh, sit at home while uh, you guys go out there and do that for everybody. So appreciate that. Yeah. Um, uh, what were you doing in the service? I was a sonar technician in the Navy for six years. In the Navy. Okay. Sonar technician. Is that, uh, were you in submarines then or were you, yep. uh, okay. Well, so submarines was, you know what we did, but I was on the surface side, not on the submarine side. Okay. Gotcha. So you're detect, you're looking for the submarines while you're up on a battleship, correct? Correct. Yep. Oh, what's going on everyone. Brando here. Haven't been around for a while. Cause I am busy. You know, I'm working five jobs to feed 10 kids. And when it comes to dinner, I'm just looking for an easy way out, but there is a great thing that I have found to make my day a little easier. Factor Meals. Right now, I've got a black pepper and sage pork chop. I'm going to eat it right here on air with you because I want you to hear in real time how good this thing really is. So it's got a nice little sauce on it, nice grill marks. Like this thing is ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. This is some quality, quality pork right here. The nice thing is it's healthy. The amount of protein in this meal is broken down for me on the side of the package. I don't even have to worry about it. I know once I eat this whole thing, my macros are going to be imbalanced. This is, this is what I need. This is good. Oh my God. It took two minutes for me to microwave this thing. All I had to do was sign up. Meals get shipped right to my house every week. They have a wide selection to choose from. Dude, they had dill crusted chicken. They had chili. You want to check it out? Head over to factormeals.com slash drinks with J50 and use code DRINKSWITHJ50 to get 50% off. That's code DRINKSWITHJ50 at factormills.com slash DRINKSWITHJ50 to get 50% off. Yeah, I know, it's a mouthful, but so is this meal. So I'm gonna keep eating it because, man, this is good. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you wanna listen to this show ad-free, Head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. Okay. And what kind of, what kind of ship were you on? Uh, most of the time, did you, was there any action while you were, while you were serving or, um, I'm trying to think of that. I'm hesitant because I'm trying to think of like what was going on while that, if you were getting out in in 2011 and maybe however long you were in, if there was any, uh, uh, global things that I had forgotten about. Sure. Yeah. So I, I joined in 2005, I graduated in 2004 um, you know, we saw the, uh, the Iraqi freedom going on, you know, the war over there. So, um, I didn't have, you know, that wasn't really a Navy thing so much. I mean, we were over there as presidents. I'm sure they had some kind of support. Um, but as far as me, um, I was stationed on the USS Clackering, which is a smaller ship. It's a frigate. Um, 
built in the early 80s and they were made for you know tracking submarines and protecting you know like the large carriers and destroyers that kind of a thing in the uh the battle groups but you know sonar kind of went away with the cold war you know we submarines were a huge thing during that and when that kind of went away you know we just kind of just did a lot of training um not a whole lot there the coolest thing we did on my ship since it was a, a smaller ship was um looks like my second to last deployment we went all over europe um i mean everywhere and that was the funnest deployment because we did the main objective for that deployment was um going to these other countries and and basically trying to sell them on nato um so getting a lot of the dignitaries to come on board and wine and dine them and that kind of thing but okay. i mean for us you know just regular sailors like just going over in europe you know we have to go to amsterdam like how cool is that you know love yeah. Amsterdam, dude it's it, it is a different place <laughs> a lot of fun though but i mean just well, everywhere you're, you're, but you're you're under uh government you know pay and everything like that and uh have a certain level that you have to adhere to i imagine while you're out traveling abroad there right so you can't really in amsterdam what can you partake in or is it just the booze maybe and and you gotta you gotta kind of turn a blind eye to everything else or, or what yeah they're not dumb everybody got Everybody got tested after we left. <laughs> we were only there for 24 hours. <laughs> I was wondering. I was like, I mean, they got mushrooms. They got weed. They got- they, they've got everything. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was, uh, you know, and I think if anybody was naive to the fact that, hey, everyone's getting tested when we leave, um, they probably weren't there afterwards. So, Right, 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 right. And so, what, uh, aside of from Amsterdam, you were mentioned like whining and dining people. Was that something you were – uh, literally doing like are you guys going out to to restaurants with uh with these dignitaries and and you know sharing wine in europe with them because i mean this is a show that we sometimes talk about drinking on so like yeah let's get into a little bit of that wine and i mean i've had some of my favorite bottles over there in europe yeah so no what they would do is they would um so essentially on the back of the ship it's just a big helo deck so a big place to land helicopters and okay they would basically throw up what looks like a circus tent and then bring out all the, you know, the silverware and that kind of thing. Um, and just the officers on board would host these dignitaries. It wasn't really open to like the enlisted people unless you're like a senior enlisted guy. Um, okay. So it wasn't something we really saw. I mean, if you were on watch, you know, like guarding the gate, you know, um, they would give you the list of the people. So that's the only time you really got to see, you didn't really get to join in. I'm sure that was pretty thought out. Cause you probably don't want a bunch of drunk sailors, you know, like woo, join NATO. It's cool, man. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It might've worked though. I don't know. Maybe I mean, some of them. So <laughs> you yeah, gotta no, pick, was, you got to pick the right dignitary. You got to like, you got to do a little research on him before he gets up on the ship. And it's like, if this guy likes to party, everyone's going, Let, let's go, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. That's no, how you'd so sway me. This is why I'm not a dignitary, but this is how you'd sway me if I was up there. So everyone's got to, we're doing shots. Let's go, guys. I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. If they were looking for that, I was their man, but I never got asked. Ah, such a shame. Such a shame. I know. But uh, I'm, thank you again for, uh, for your service in that. Um, and I'm sure you had a lot of fun, too. Is there any other, outside of Amsterdam, what was some of the other highlights of that European trip? You did say, I mean, that's, that's something that, uh, not a lot of people get to do, period, let alone right. uh, on Uncle Sam's dime, so to speak. So you're out there traveling around. I'm sure you got you, – obviously, you're working. I'm not diminishing that as well, but there's right. got to be some time, some recreation time too and just be able to, um, I don't know, see the, the the culture and how people live differently out in Europe. But what, what was your takeaway from all that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's every. I liked it because every place was different. You know, like we did – most of my deployments, we were, we were in South America. We were doing like counter narcotics, you know, chasing drug boats, bringing shit over from South America, you know? Oh yeah. Um, so, but I mean, a lot of those countries are, you know, not saying anything bad, but a lot of them are kind of the same, you know, um, food's about the same drinks are about the same. I felt like every country went to in Europe was different, you know, like some of them mm -hmm. may have adopted some of the same kind of things, but for the most part, it was a lot different. So it was refreshing to go to some place and, you know, it'd be new to you. Um, 
but I think one and one of the one of the funnest countries I you know a lot of people when I tell them about it have never heard of it was Estonia. Um, I think the time we went, it was the youngest country in the world, and it was just absolutely beautiful. People were super friendly. Um, food and drink were amazing. And then the other country I really enjoyed was Ukraine. Um, okay. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Same deal. I mean, just really, really nice people. Um, probably, I went probably, I would consider the greatest bar I've ever been to in my life. It was, <laughs> it was um, Ringo Starr themed. Wait, just Ringo Star thing? Ringo just Star. Ringo, not, 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 not the Beatles. Theme, not, okay, okay. It was called the Ringo Star Bar. I, I, you know, I, I don't know if that's like their Elvis is to Hawaii. I don't, I don't know, but they absolutely love Ringo Star, and it was the coolest bar I've ever that's been bad. to. So, dude, I, I, I've never been to Ukraine, and obviously, that's, uh, that's uh, all, all the timing that's going on right now over there. You know, and, yep. um. I'm glad you had a good experience basically there, uh, you know, about yeah. 10, 10, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and hope, and hope everyone is, gets out of this, uh, whole conflict. Uh, I mean, as good as can be, I mean, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know what you say at this point, Colin, you know, it, it sucks. I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I'm not very a political person, but it's just very unfortunate. But yeah. at any rate, I got to hopefully one day it all, you know, Ukraine, uh, gets back to, uh, some some semblance of normalcy and maybe the the Ringo Star Bar will still be there, you know. I hope so, for sure. And you mentioned Estonia as well. That's another place I'd never been. Of uh, you know, so uh, uh, talk to me a little bit about that. Other, you said it was super young as a country at the time that you went because I've yeah. heard of it, but I don't mm-hmm. think I've been there. I don't think if I have, it would have been traveled through. I don't think we played any shows there or anything like that. Yeah, so it's. Um, from what I remember, it was a part of the Soviet Union and, you know, it got its independence. Um, and it's just, you know, cobblestone street, just like when you think of medieval Europe, you know, you, that's what you see in Estonia. You know, it's um, a lot of, there's not a lot of like enterprise. So it's all like mom and pop, you know, so the food is great, you know. Um, and then, you know, you the the cool thing for me there that I, I remember the most was you know kind of you get with your group of guys and you're you're walking through and you're trying to find where we're we gonna hang out today and we come across this place called um, like something like Texas Bar and we're like okay you know some of my friends I was with were from Texas so of course we have to go in there and it's it's just everything American right. Um, and the thing I love the most was they had a big picture of uh dime bag on the wall. And I was like, oh, yes, shit. this is where I'm hanging out today. Um, <laughs> so, I love it. yeah, so it was, it was cool. They, they had it down. They knew, they knew, you know, what encompasses Texas. So it was, it was pretty cool. You know, I do love those places too. I've been to a lot of places in Europe that, uh, for whatever reason, have, like just have their American bars, right? And uh, or the fun ones for me is to go to Scandinavia and uh, and find uh, Mexican restaurants. Those ones are because you. Always, I, I'm just <laughs> curious what 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 do they think about Mexico? It's so far away, you know. And usually, yeah. there's only like one time I think I've had it where I was like, oh, they did a pretty good job. The rest of the time, I'm like. That's just because it looks red in the pictures doesn't mean it's ketchup, guys. Like that's not that's not Mexican mm. food. <laughs> a for effort. And just because it's white, it's not mayonnaise. It's there's other things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, you did mention uh, being like very Texas and dime bag. Um, let's uh, let's get into a little bit of music here, man. Obviously, you're 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 into uh, into a. a kind of hard rock, you know, yep. a little metal, a little, little hard rock. And you, you have the guitars behind you there. Um, do you yep. play yourself? Yeah. I, uh, I've been playing for 20, 23 years since I was 13. Okay. Okay. And, yep. uh, guitar then like it was, that, was that the only one you play or you play any other instruments? Um, so I started with the guitar. Um, I kind of feel like if you can play guitar, you get the, you get the gist of playing bass. So I, I like to play bass as well. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Whoa. Well, you know, it's same concept. <laughs> Strings and hands, you know, and frets. It's you know. Now nah, you're right. It, it is basically <laughs> the same thing. I'm, and um, my my son Lincoln, I mentioned earlier. Um, he's his idol is the Rev. So I got him a drum set. Awesome. So um, he's playing it, and I'm trying to learn. Um, it's coming along okay. It's been a few months now, so I'm trying to learn so I can help him out. Um, but you know, we're, we're kind of learning the YouTube way, but, um, no, it's, it's been really fun. So you guys, uh, you, you're hopeful to, uh, be able to jam with your kid like that. Like I think that would oh, be yeah. as a father, I think that's the thing that you want. You know, you play drums, I'll play guitar and we'll, we'll learn some songs together. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be the creepy dad in the garage that, you know, just <laughs> jamming away and all of his friends are just like, can we go? You know, like that's <laughs> no, 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 we can go, but. You got to let him have this first. Because yeah. It's like there's two more songs on the set. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, speaking on music, then let's go a little bit further. What are some of your favorite bands and uh, concerts you've, you've ever been to? Oh man. Um, <clears throat> well, obviously you guys, you know, Vinge has been a huge part of my life for a long time. Um, I, I feel grateful because my, you know, my sons love you guys' music too. Um, I think what really got me into metal at least the memory I can, you know, the one memory I can hone in on and remember was um, when my dad got the black album, you know, Metallica. And, oh, yeah. you know, it was, it was different. Cause you know, up to that point, my dad was like talking heads, you know, a lot of 80 stuff, you know, scorpions, you know, which I mean, has great guitar riffs and stuff in it too, but. Dude, talking heads is a shit too. Let's, let's, let's let's put that out there i love talking heads oh yeah i mean absolutely i still listen to him um but um you know he was he was he was kind of all over the place but then i remember the black album and it just really hit home with me so you know metallic has been a big influence on my playing i consider myself more of a rhythm player because you know i don't have the fingers to do all that crazy shit but um, it's a waste of time anyway just ask saying it's just a waste of time <laughs> yeah so I, I i stay in my realm i know what i am so i'm and i'm good with that so you know and then you got like i said you gotta love pantera um megadeth uh but then you know i like a lot of other stuff too you know misfits are big for me um love the punk stuff um i'm one of those 37 year olds that just heard blink 182 is getting back together and and touring again was oh, yeah. i did a little you know dance around the living room so <laughs> you know yeah. we're we're already planning a trip to go see him in houston i think like next year so you know awesome yeah so i mean i love everything but i mean like even outside of rock you know like it's oklahoma so you've got country you know so um listen to some country and then really just whatever you know i mean throw some post malone on i don't care you know Right. whatever whatever comes across you know yeah i love that like uh you, you have an open mind for music and see it as as art and know that there's uh there's good in it all man and that's oh like, yeah that's the absolutely that's the main thing um one of the things uh you mentioned uh you know different bands and stuff and you said uh, a couple of punk bands there in, in the misfits i'm I'm actually supposed to go finish recording another Kissfits cover. I don't know if you've seen uh, me, Brooks, and Zachy doing those. Yeah. Um, after, awesome. after I get done here, I'm supposed to go uh, record my bass part for, for another song. Uh, uh, but uh, what were some of the other punk bands? Like, and it, you mentioned Blink-182 as well. That's more of the, you know, it got popular, yeah. so they call it pop punk. But, I mean, it was just just the music they were making at the time. I mean, sure. Being just down here in San Diego, we were one of the first ones to hear it in orange County. So right. they've been, they've been true blue the whole time. I, I consider them a, a great punk band. Yeah. So man, no effects was big. Um, yeah, of course. And you got like Pennywise, um, Ramones, of course, you know, they were kind of the godfathers for me. Um, but I mean, you know, I can't think of a whole lot of punk rock bands, but I think about it. But those are probably the, the big ones for me. You, got, you, as... got some, you got some big ones in there. Yeah. You, covered, you covered some bases there. Um, last question on the music then, and then we'll, uh, we'll wrap this thing up. What were some of your, uh, you've been to many concerts, and what would you say, uh, and if so, what are your some of your favorite memories from them? And hopefully maybe in different genres. I mean, you said you'd listen yeah. to a little bit of country too. So like, 
What what is it about uh, about a concert that uh, that you love, and maybe you could share a couple of fond memories with us? Sure. Um, I think it's just the intimate feel of going to a concert, right? You know, the band, however far away from you, they're in the same building, room, whatever. So that's that's really cool. Um, I would I would say like I had I haven't been to as many concerts recently as I would like to. Most of mine were you know several years ago. I did just go to NC Pearl Jam here in Oklahoma City like two, three weeks ago, and that was pretty cool. Oh, how was that? I have never was, seen them. Man, it was awesome. You know, um, uh, I'm you know I love grunge, you know, and that that genre right there. So, and they're a favorite band of mine. So that was really cool. I mean, I don't know what they sounded like twenty years ago in concert, but you know, I will say that they can't sound any better than they do now because they sounded great. So it was really cool um favorite concert got a great voice eddie's still got a great voice i saw him at the ohana fest just doing his solo stuff not too long ago i haven't seen pearl jim i've seen eddie and man that guy's just he's always on top of his shit his voice is just incredible yeah for sure um favorite concert man i'm gonna have to go with acdc they're you know this was probably 2010 that i saw them and uh, wow. I, I saw them in Jacksonville, Florida, and their stage presence is amazing. I mean, right. they were still pretty, pretty old guys then, you know, and they were moving. They were getting after it. And they, right. had, they had all the stage theatrics and, you know, the big screen and all this stuff going on. It just it really pumped up the crowd. So it was a really cool show to see. Um, I will say I've never seen you guys live. And it makes me oh. makes me sick. And but I every single time you guys were close and I had the opportunity, um, I was either on deployment or I had something going on at work that I couldn't peel away from. There's always something that I couldn't just like, hey, I need to I need to go do this. You know, there was no way out. So mm-hmm. I've uh, made it a mission as soon as you guys you know drop this album and start touring again. Hell or high water, I'm coming out and seeing you guys for sure. So, well, awesome, man. Yeah, uh, we're looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Maybe we could uh, stay in touch. I'll see you in person when that day does come because yeah. we'll come. We're going to be back at it. You know, just uh, yeah, patience is a virtue to absolutely all those, uh, who who uh, wait, you know, and uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna be something else. I'm really excited about it. Uh, gonna get through the holidays here at home with the families and. And friends and all that wonderful stuff. And then uh, sure. I just have a shit-eating grin on my face every time I talk about the record now because I know <laughs> what it is and no yeah. one else does. And it's so fun for me. Like, I mean, that's I don't want you're that proud of it. You know? I just want to hold on to it now. I don't want that feeling to end. <laughs> yeah, if anything, it just pisses everybody off and that's fun, you know? <laughs> you know, I think I said that early on in my career that I, I actually do enjoy pissing people off. And <laughs> yeah, I guess it's still it's still true today. No, um... I kid. I mean, I am. I'm as excited and and coy and fun as it is to uh, to uh, be holding on to this right now and uh, re- honestly just finishing it up right now. Right. Uh, and then and then it's just the planning, printing, all that fun stuff. So it, it's coming in due time here. But just having the having that knowledge is fun. But I just know how much more fun it's going to be once you guys all hear it, and uh, I'm excited yeah. for that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll be back, and maybe we can uh, we can up uh, uh, up the level of ACD ACDC there for you. Maybe you know. I'm not saying we're a better band or anything like that. <laughs> no one get crazy. No one get crazy. Right. Just saying, you know, maybe we can uh, maybe maybe we could show uh, show you show you what we got for the first time. I think overall it'd be a great experience because you know I've got to take my boys with me, and you know, so I think just that experience it'll be their first concert. So I'm holding off for that. So I think that you're gonna hold off. You don't hold off too long. You n- you never know what could happen, man. They, they got to go see a concert. They got to go see a concert. It's not just it's me already too, been like, five years, man. You never know. <laughs> you know they're they're waiting. You know they're okay. they're kind of in the same boat. Like yeah, like we're gonna go see it when it's here. I'm like okay. All right, man. Well, I appreciate the time, brother, and I uh, will uh, hopefully see you got uh, you guys out there with your whole family. Have a wonderful Halloween. A wonderful happy birthday. Everyone wish Colin a happy birthday right here down below in the comments. 
And uh, man, again, congratulations for your golden ticket winner. I didn't even mention that that's why we're having this conversation. You were one <laughs> of the lucky golden ticket winners. <laughs> one of the uh, golden ticket winners from uh, last year, almost a year ago now, it was the beginning of the season. So That's right. Um, uh, I'm glad that we were finally able to get this on the schedule. It's been a pleasure Thanks. getting to know you, Colin. And uh, we'll talk again sometime soon, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you, Johnny. Cheers. See you. And that'll just about do it for this week's episode of Drinks with Johnny. Thanks to Colin for being on the show. Thanks to you guys for listening. It's been awesome getting to know some of you listeners out there like Colin and uh, like the rest of you filthy filthy animals uh, on our Discord server. If that's something you're interested in, make sure you head over there because later on today, actually, on this on this wonderful Friday, everyone in the Discord at 2.30 is going to be meeting up together in our costumes virtually and having a little bit of a virtual hang. Everyone's going to get to see my costume for what is ultimately going to be tomorrow's Death Bat Club's uh, NFT holders. Uh, that's our fan club for Avenged Sevenfold. It's throwing a Halloween party here in Orange County tomorrow on Saturday. So um, I'm going to double... I I was thinking I was going to get two different costumes, have this one for the Discord or the other one. I got a little lazy. I apologize. But I think it's worth it because it's a pretty good costume. Um, I'm sure there'll be pictures of it later on social media and stuff. But if that sounds like something you guys are into, each and every month we do a video chat on the Discord server uh, with everyone. And we just have a... Maybe we'll have a couple of drinks, make make a couple of jokes and just get to know one another it's a really great family i love everyone in there it's really cool for more information on that of course go to drinkswithjohnny.com and again i will remind you all there is a few days left for you to enter in your pumpkin carvings uh, for a chance to win watching a horror movie of your choice with yours truly Um, that is uh, obviously something you can follow more into again at drinkswithjohnny.com or Just go to our social media, sign up for our email list, all those things. We're letting everybody know how to enter in the pumpkin carving contest. Uh, Again, this is the the Halloween weekend. Hope you guys have a wonderful and safe time out there. Uh, I know it's a big time of year for me. A lot of celebrating, a lot of of good fun with friends and family. It's going to be a blast going into Monday. Uh, you got football this Sunday. You got uh, Halloween parties tonight and tomorrow. It's going to be a hell of a weekend. Just uh, make sure you guys have fun and do it safely. And we'll see you guys on Halloween right here Monday morning for a very special episode. So until then, as always, cheers. Hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from NoFX, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fall Out Boy to Slayer, peer pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out.